0: Someone you should know, know. a program about people you know, and even more that you don't. Hosted by Stuart Sachs, veteran, husband, father, and grandfather. Now, here's your host,
1: Stuart Sachs.
0: Well, howdy again from Texas. (laughs) That's what we say in Texas, howdy. But welcome to Someone You Should Know. Glad to have you with us again, with us, I guess with me again, because as I posted on my promo, uh, I did have a guest for this morning, but unfortunately, they were called away to a meeting this morning uh, and had to cancel at the last minute. I scrambled around, and everybody that I called was busy in a meeting or in town, out of town, whatever. I thought, okay, so you know what? We got a phone line. And we're going to throw the phone line out there in just a moment for you. And whoever calls in first, uh, Mark Warner is sitting by the, by the phone waiting for that call to come in. And that person is going to get on the air and they will be someone you should know. But the program is brought to you by two very, very good friends. One of them is Irving Chung, who is a franchise consultant. Irving knows absolutely everything there is to know about franchising. And yeah, maybe you've never thought about it, but maybe you should. Because even if you are full-time, doesn't mean you have to give up your job and pour a whole bunch bunch of money for a franchise. You can get into franchising even part-time in a very small way, both financially and time-wise. Want to know more about it? Call Irving Chung or go to his website at Big consideration.com get in touch with them you can get a free consultation you know who else gives free consultation is christine dean and christine dean is the dfw networking diva.com if you have a website and it's been a little stale maybe it needs a fresh look it needs a little upgrading in order for you to make more money from that website call Christine Dean. She again will give you a free consultation and she can help you just do magic on your website, add whatever is needed, make it look great and help you increase your bottom line. Christine Dean, Irving Chung, two very, very good friends. All right, so here's a phone number. If you're watching, you're listening. Hold on,
1: got a better option. Got a better option? Uh-oh. Uh-oh yeah, forget about the phone number. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. I'm going to, you guys are all here watching via Facebook. Maybe some of you are watching YouTube. Um, I'm going to put in the comments, uh, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, I'm going to put the link to this show right now. And I mean, give me a a second. And then what's going to happen is you're going to click the link and you're going to come into the green room with your camera and your microphone and you'll be live with us right here if you're interested. So, so, let me so
0: it. first stop is the green room. You stop there and get makeup and maybe a quick drink. Uh, you know, I think we've got what has champagne and caviar in the green room. Yep. Uh, you grab, grab some uh, hors d'oeuvres and a quick champagne and everything. And Mark will then get you right into the show. Is that cool? You don't there even have to call.
1: It went to Facebook on two pages and YouTube on three channels and there's the link. So all you got to do is click on the link. I'll see you come up down here in the green room. And um, there is uh free whiskey, free champagne, free hors d'oeuvres. It's all there. Don't worry about the makeup. You just come as you are.
0: There you go. I'm,
1: what, I mean, I'm, I'm here. I'm just coming as I am. You know, what,
0: what could be, and he's already been down to the green room and had a little bit of whiskey and some caviar and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, He's he's ready to go.
1: Hold on, I'm gonna go have a- <laughs> Okay, I'm back. Well, that was some good whiskey.
0: <laughs> what you call a quick shot?
1: That's that was a quick shot. Um, but feel free to come on, click on that link, and uh, come on here and join Stuart. And if you got a question, if there's something you want to rant about, I mean, topics open. The floor is open for discussion.
0: That's right. And 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 what's the maximum number of people we could get on if if more than? And- 10 people. No kidding. We could get 10 people on here.
1: Well, eight more besides the two of us, but yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about, you know, being embarrassed. You can get on the show. We can talk. If you want to talk for five minutes and drop off, that's okay too. If you want to stay, show,
1: Ty Foley when you need him?
0: Huh? Well, and I called called Ty because I, I asked Ty and I asked Doug. Uh, we were going to do a three amigos show, and both of them dumped out on me. Said they were both Ty was had a meeting and and.
1: Uh, and Are you telling me the two idiots can't make it to a show? I'm,
0: I'm telling you, Are I, I think they do. They they each got a lucky break at the last minute, and they, and they said, you know what? Maybe maybe we should grab these other other. <laughs> you know, connections because maybe it'll put <laughs> some money in our pocket. Cause whenever we come on this show, ain't going to get nothing out of it.
1: <laughs> Except laughter good and comedy and fun and friendship camaraderie. I mean, and free whiskey down the green room.
0: That that's right, yeah. Well, see, I don't think that the or, or or Ty knew about the whiskey part. You know, now that they know, maybe maybe they're going to hurry up and get out of their meeting and then uh, and then log in. So you can go to the Facebook, you can go to the YouTube links and everything. Find the link, click on it, and all, and you'll end up on the, on the show if you want. But That'd be uh, awesome. you know, in, in in the in the meeting, and if nobody if nobody calls in, well, that that's going to kind of Give me a bad complex <laughs> because I keep talking about how how this fantastic audience is of mine that's nationwide and I know they're there I sent a note out to to all of my uh even my high school fans from my reunions and everything and said hey look the the mic is open you want to join me on the show just go in and and, and link in and we'll we'll get you on the show so' wow. be
1: a- the, the thing is though, it's, it is summer. It's been busy. People are traveling, kids are doing things and it's just, you know, it's really kind of all over the place, but yeah. I'll say that some of my shows recently, I say recently in the last 12 months, and I can't say that it's post COVID, but we're, we're going to call it post COVID have, have changed their dynamics and their direction of their shows have become more podcast versus what we're watching live. Right. So Uh, I know specifically one of my shows, they'd hardly get any live watches, but they get 13, 14, 1500 views during the week um, as time permits for the other people. So, you know, it's getting harder and harder. I think people are, are more on the go right now. Yeah. And, um, and it's kind of funny and interesting when you think about it. So I'm outside, I'm working like a worker bee. I'm just trying to get projects done around the house and things I want to do and, and blah, blah, blah. And, my thought process is I only got a couple of months left before winter hits. And in winter, I'm going to be stuck inside. I'm going to try and get outside and do some things. But, you know, when you got 200 inches, 300 inches of snow coming for the fall, you know, there's <laughs> right. not a whole lot you can do outside except shovel snow. You,
0: you better be out there chopping some wood right now.
1: <laughs> um, I have at least four four cords, four and a half cords of wood. So I've, I've got plenty to to get me through. Um, and we didn't burn that much this last year. We, it, we, we did quite a bit, but not as much as I, as the year before. And, um, but last year we just, uh, didn't run the fireplace as much as, uh, as it, you know, if you did it, if you're using the heat as a general heat, that's one thing. But when you're using it as a, a standby, you know, it's, it's a chore. It's like, you got to get the thing lit. You got to get the fluid open, blah, 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 blah. blah. Right. Right. And then, you know, then somebody's got to stage all the fires out. Then you got to shut the thing and blah, blah, blah. So it's just, you know, it's not our source of heat. It is our, you know, our, what do you call it? The ambient, the ambient of it. Yeah.
0: Well, do you, do you find up there in in, in northern Michigan? And, and by the way, I got another question to to, to, to ask you too. Uh, up in northern Michigan, you don't necessarily want to go out and plow the drive and all because when the snow comes down up in Michigan, it's nice, pure white snow, and you love to see it on the trees and on the on the yard, and you don't really want to mess it up.
1: Well, we have a little bit different snow here. It is snow with glitter. It has a silver glistening to it that is actually uh, unbelievable. It's unimaginable to think about the type of uh, crystal that we have in this type of snow. But it is a a crystallized that's on the snow, but it looks like it's snow with ice around it. And it's like little ice capades of little crystals and glitter that's just been spread all over the place. So when the the sun comes out or in the evening when the sun's kind of going down, you can see it just glisten across there. So it's, it's funny how you say that it, you don't want to go mess it up. Well, right. there's, there is, a, there's an art to that, by the way. And there's, we have this road called Hayes tower. It's the only road that is the quickest road between us and to get to town. Okay. it's a nine mile long road and the only way to get to town is we go that way. Or we go a longer way around another, two other different roads, but they're just farther out either way. It takes 15 to 20 miles to get to town. Okay. This one road, if you watch people, they—it's an art. They—they they will come straight down their driveway, manicure it, curve off the sides of the road, and then clear off areas and push everything in nice areas. And they keep it their driveways clean, but they don't mess with the yard. Nobody's stepping in the yard. Nobody's throwing up things. Maybe they do a snowman, but then the snow comes back, fills that all in, right? You don't just go make them up well it's funny because with this last year i worked harder on making a dog run than i did working on the driveway so you get out the door we cared we cleared off our patios we cleared out the walking area to the cars in order to get to the garage and all that stuff right but just straight out to the yard like straight out off the grass i made a path 15 to 20 feet out about four to six feet wide So when we went to go walk the dogs, we had an area to go to. And, and, and even though it was probably, I don't know, eight to 10, 12 inches deep sometimes I feathered it off. So it kind of went upwards. Right. So that you, once it packed in, you had a walking area and then you weren't just like walking in two feet of snow. You just were already there. So So
0: there's a, there's a science behind all of this. Yes. And you, you find it when, when uh, on the road going in and out of town that, Everybody shares the same tire tracks. You know, nobody really kind of veers. You just get in the same tire tracks because you figure the more cars that go over it, the closer (laughs) you get to seeing the asphalt.
1: And what's funny is on days when not a whole lot of traffic, the car that's been driving drove right in the middle of the road. And (laughs) so there you are. You're just driving in the middle of the road. Nobody's coming, you know. It's not like today where cars are going both sides and everything. It's just you know, because everybody's here. But during the winter, it's like you know, one car a day, five cars a day. So everybody just goes down the middle of the road. So you try to stay off to the right, and you're like, "What am I doing? Let's get over here, and get the tracks."
0: <laughs> right, right. Or, or if if the temperature really drops and it gets a little icy, if you if you kind of veer off of the 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 tracks in the road, it kind of kind of moves you back in.
1: You know, what's really interesting though is, and I don't know, I know you've been up in the Northern area, but a lot of people are are like, you know, it's hard to drive in this weather and everything. Let me just say that I have to give kudos to Otsego County um, and our township. They do a really good job at, at clearing the main roads. So while you think that you typically couldn't go the speed limit, let's say 55 miles an hour, which is down Mancelona road. In the winter, when it's icy and snowing, you can go 55 miles an hour. And you can go 40 miles around the curbs. Why? Because they've done a really good job. It's almost as if they have a heater underneath there. It's not slick. A few spaces where there's some black ice, but it's very yeah. rare. But on the, on the those are on the main roads. Now, on the back roads and everything to people's houses and stuff, they do maintain those roads to a certain degree, but not like the main road where it's like totally clear. It's almost as if... They have a snow plow come there and then a scraper and then a brusher. It's like, cause it's just, it's always immaculate. Um, hardly, unless it really came down overnight and it just, just, you know, overloaded the system. It's always clean.
0: Well, people are always pre- also prepared because a lot of, a lot of y'all have, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, tires specifically for winter, or you've got four wheel drive vehicles and that, that, that makes some sense. Hey, listen, the lines are still open, folks. You can go to kvgi.media.com. That's one of the places you can go and 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 find the link to the to the show and join us. And the link
1: right there in the comments. Your guys are watching the video. It's right there. Just look down there below the comments.
0: I don't. I don't see. Oh, comment. Let me see. Got to look over there. Comments. Oh, yeah. Who wants to be live? Who wants to be? Yeah. Yeah. There's all the comments. So so somebody. Somebody. There's going to be a, a huge prize at the end of the show for the person that does join us. I'm not going to tell you what it is.
1: So who is the, who's the person that loves us the most? I think her name is Karen. Oh, well, Albu- Karen now. Karen, Alba-
0: Albuquerque. Albuquerque Karen. She even, she even answered when I sent the promo in, she, she, she just, she answered by going,
1: Hmm,
2: hmm.
0: you know, so, you know, this, this may be your chance, Karen.
1: So, <laughs> maybe the only chance that we'll give you live on air. We'll both say thank you for those nuts we uh, that I ate. All right, and,
0: and and I think she's <laughs> she's been wanting to share a few words with you over the the last couple of years. Anyway, so yeah, this I'm might be there. your opportunity to do it.
1: I'm here. I'm here for the roasting. Th-
0: there you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. I saw something. Uh, that came over the, the, the news wires Yeah, that that there was a bomb threat on the Mackinac Island Bridge?
1: Okay, so two things. Number one, hi, Tim Nelson. Tim says he's here too, listening away. Tim, if you'd like to come on and talk, there's a link right there. Feel free to. I know you're a shy person, but if you want to get unshy, come on. <laughs> um, and so two things out of what you just said. It's Mackinac.
0: Mackinac, okay. Not
1: Mackinac. They will chastise not, you. Is it Mackinac
0: City or is it Mackinac City? Mackinac. Okay, nothing up there is Mackinac? Okay, all right. Then I stand corrected. So so there was a there was a bomb threat yes. on the Mackinac Bridge.
1: Yes, they called the a bomb threat in. Um, they shut the freeway down, shut both ends down. I think they spent somewhere between three and five hours. They looked over the entire bridge, said the whole thing. I mean, people that live on the other side of the bridge, they had to wait four or five hours. They had to sit on the side of the freeway. Fortunately, it's not winter and it's nice weather. We, it's been 70, 75 degrees. But either way, it's time away from trying to get to their destination and uh, all for nothing. But they had to do it. it it's a job that, that sure. the uh, service gets called in for for bomb threats. You know, it was called in. and uh, But they did the whole look on the bridge and everything and, and nothing was found.
0: Is there, is there only one bridge going over to, to Mackinac Island? Yes. Just the one bridge. But there is a ferry that, that goes back and forth, right? Yeah,
1: ferry goes to Mackinac City and then goes over to Ignacio. All
0: right. So now the, my follow-up question to that is there's a bridge that goes over to, to, to Mackinac Island, but I thought that they don't allow... Vehicles on the island. So is there's
1: really, the no bridge that goes to Mackinac Island. It, it's just ferry only. It's just in order to get over the Great Lakes, you can go through Mackinac Bridge in order to get to the other side. But to get to Mackinac Island, ferry only. Now there is one vehicle on the on the the island, and it's an ambulance. And the last thing, the last time it was driving down the road was in 1997. And uh, yeah, so they have carriages and horses and probably, I'm I'm probably going to be off with this number, but I'd say a minimum of 10,000 bicycles. Now I I think about this folks, 10,000 bicycles, because the only way you're going to get on the rail on the island is bicycle or by horse. And the horse is usually a carriage and usually can carry two, four, six, eight people, depending on which one you get. Uh, or your third option. Foot. Little walking. Foot traffic. Yep.
0: And, and of those 10,000 bicycles, some of those are, are resident owned and the rest of them are for rent.
1: That is correct. Yeah. yeah. And it's not very much. And there's all kinds of restaurants there. We, we've been a couple of times. We've eaten there um there's a, several famous places there like a chocolate factory and a few seafood restaurants that are there but um and then there's um i can't remember the name of it but there is a military post there on on the island and it's uh, fort something um but i honestly can't remember i have not been in it the last time i was going to go hey and Clayley had come up here to visit with us and we were going to go but we had already been walking around so much and we were tired when <laughs> we saw how how high it was to walk up the stairs which was no less than a thousand stairs or steps it was uh we saw that it was a thousand steps and it was forty dollars a person and we're like i don't have really 40 bucks is no big deal but i don't know if i can do a thousand steps yeah yeah so
0: But but the, the Grand Hotel is still still fully functioning, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, old stuff there still functioning. And there are the residents that live there. I mean, the island's not that big, and I don't know how many people live there, but year round there are there are homes. Now they have no cars. Um people that that do live on the island that travel, take the ferry across, get on to Mackinac uh city, which is really where the bridge is, and then right. Get into their carpool or their cars and then drive off from there. So it's uh it's pretty interesting to think about the lives that they have over there, right? This is like anything, and I, I'm in a you're in a city. You can just get in your car within five minutes. You could be at a destination, right? right. Seven minutes max. Me, it's a three hour tour. Uh, I have to think about, I can't just go into town every single, every single day. It costs gas and time. It's 15 miles there, 15 miles back. It's, it's a three hour tour. It takes you 45 minutes to get there. and It's 45 minutes to get back. Plus you're shopping, whatever you do. So we plan it out. We say, okay, uh, Hey, um, today's, today's Wednesday, right? I'm going to go, I'm going to go into town on thir- on Friday. So we'll make our stops. I do. I went to town yesterday and I went to four places. Um, and, and hit every single one of them and then came back and I was here in three and a half hours, four hours. Right. Well, in Mackinac it is you're you have to think about the day. I'm what time I'm, I may, mean, i be back until midnight tonight, or you know what? I may just stay offshore and not come back till tomorrow. Cause ferry only runs so many hours of the day. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to
0: say does the ferry shut down uh, after, after dark or something.
1: Yeah. Somewhere. I would say nine, 10 PM, maybe 8 PM. I, I can't remember. It, it changes different times of the season. Um, but, um, but think about what they have to do. Hey, honey, I got to go into work. Got to get over to the ferry, get on the ferry time-wise, then get over where you need to go and then get to your destination. Right. but, at the same time, then you're working Then you think, okay, well, I got to get home. So how, how far did I drive out? Is that an hour drive to the bridge? Then there's another hour to the ferry to get home. It's a, it's a process. So what takes you five, seven minutes takes me three hours might take them five hours. You know, and not including the day of the work they have do. Hey, by the way, we do have a comment that came in. Okay. Um, well, your wife, Lauren said she loves Mackinac and would love to come on and talk about her vacay, and uh but the link and the phone number don't work. The link does work. Uh I posted the link from here. What do you mean the link doesn't work? I posted it Very straight cool. from the inside. Got if, the, not the link right now. You can even yeah. just if you go to the not, guess who we got in the green room. Who do you got? Somebody that wants the free whiskey. Somebody <laughs> he wants the hors d'oeuvres, the whiskey, the bourbon, the cigars. He wants everything. And he's actually shaking his head. And I'll give you, I'll give you two guesses with the shortest name of ever.
0: The the shortest name ever. Yep. Ty. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it starts with awesome.
0: Uh, see, i I knew there was I knew there would be a way to get you out of a meeting.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I heard you guys chit chat, and I just felt like I was obligated to come and try to help out.
1: <laughs> to, to, yeah, to, it was. You he he nailed my butt thing. out, right? He you yeah. heard his name, I called
2: him out i I love the 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 filler you got there Stuart mark for crying out loud so you know wow really worse scraping in the bottom of the
1: barrel <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were the bottom of the barrel i even i'm even offering uh, you free whiskey
2: well I, I, I he asked for me before you so what does that say huh <laughs>
1: yeah. and, and I true. could just see
0: ty was probably just sitting back and thought well maybe I'll just listen into the show while I'm really here busy working yeah. uh, and, all that. and then when we mentioned mentioned hors d'oeuvres and whiskey he probably went great. Well, wow maybe, yeah. I,
2: maybe I started drooling man yeah, uh, yeah. church
0: said uh, uh boss listen I got a call I got another uh, another call coming in got
2: to, gotta, t- gotta yeah. take
0: it very important
2: yeah yeah you're <laughs> a really important people. <laughs> no hey, one ever said
1: at least Doug is not here what's that I said at least Doug is not here
2: yeah yeah he uh yeah, yeah he didn't make it so that would really spin this thing out of control wouldn't it
0: I'd have to yeah, cancel but, it, but you know what I was, if, if Doug even even attempts to to, to see what's going on here I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him to do the same thing and say, listen, I, I, I better put whatever I'm doing on hold because I got to get into that show.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because well, otherwise we're just, gonna,
0: we'll he, say bad things about him.
2: Well, he just needs as much free publicity as he can get. So, yeah. <laughs> well, he always oh, yeah, comments man. about the, the big following that you have. So, anyway.
0: Speaking of free publicity, looking over your shoulder, looks like you're working on another piece of artwork back there.
2: Yeah. This is my, uh, studio office crap room. You know, it's,
0: it's, it's the, cap- of my art. Are those, <laughs> are those, are those some uh, blue bonnets that you're working on that, that piece in the back? It's
2: it's kind of an, it's actually an abstract piece that has, uh, uh, that I did yesterday and I'm not sure about it. I did it rather quickly, but you know, I wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. Cause I again was experimenting with things and it, Kind of has an ocean feel to it, uh-huh. so but I put a you know red sun in there and uh, the blue sky and I'm just kind of messing around with it, you know. So well, that's something I like to do. I just like to experiment and see what happens.
1: It, it, that's my experiment.
0: It, <laughs> what? Did, did
1: I hung did the you, flag? <laughs>
0: oh, you hung the flag. Oh, <laughs> I was just to what did you make that?
1: I made it up on the wall.
0: That's it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, listen. You know it takes an art to put that nail into the wall. You know yeah. and put it just in the right
2: place to hang it. Damn, you are so skilled. Holy crap! Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Hold on. I do have something though. One second. I do. Have... <clears> that shot. <don't> <clears throat> Uh, Take a
0: break, break, break folks. You can drink. come back in a few minutes. <laughs>
1: it's around, my drink it's, here. Around,
0: it's around, around here someplace.
1: Yeah. So well, last time I was in Dallas, one of my veteran friends, Josh Fredrill, decided to get into and I don't know what it is underneath here, but we'll just call it some kind of watercolors and stuff. And then he got into epoxy that he would seal on top of it and it would seal it up. So I've got, I've got these, these three. So there's three frames. Yeah. And uh, you can put them in any way, shape, or form. But yeah. the colors and everything were so cool that um, I, I said, hey, I'd like to have it I really get in there. But I've got to. Uh, Oops. Yeah. Well,
2: you won't <laughs> have to hang that one. So anyway. <laughs>
1: But, uh, but no, he, he, so he's not selling them or anything like that. It was, it's kind of a therapy for him. And, um, and I saw the colors and it was the first one he did. And I said, Hey, that that's perfect. That's my favorite colors. Blue. I love it. Just what you got at the back of your background too. That blue at the top is one of my favorites. And uh, so I brought it home and I haven't hung it yet, but um, so I'm getting into some art. That's a,
2: that's a, that's a a, a acrylic. Yes. uh, For art. Correct and, and yeah, and you put you let it dry, of course, and then you put that uh, that resin on top Which right. is actually pretty tricky to do. I have I've tried it once and I like the look uh, but, I, but I like to see the texture and that kind of takes the texture out of it. Well
1: yeah. The so not to critique him or anything, but like I said, this was his first experiment right. I, don't yeah. can, I don't know that you can see it but because it's on a canvas background, he did use blue tape around the sides ah. <laughs> and there is an edge here because yeah. it was his first time. Now he got better at it, but sure. to me, this is not a flaw to me. This is somebody's mind and their heart and they poured it out and they, they created it and swirled things to make it look like it, it was in their eyes and their vision, their heart. Yeah, so to right. me, that means more to me than what the outside really looks like. I could care yeah. less, but it's just the thought process. And just to have it from a friend and and kind of know the background of what it was to him, that means more to me than yeah. anything else. So and to that, me, that's, that's, that's,
2: that's, the, to, to that's the result
1: art. of an end of an art.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. That's great.
0: Now, Ty, is that is that kind of a process? We have a mutual friend, Deborah Huttergan vistines who does, I mean, wall. Type stuff. I'm like, well, I'm talking four foot by eight foot, but she does a, a similar kind of a, of a process. Is that also an acrylic process that she does over her, her work?
2: It, it probably is what it, it, as I said, it's, it's called pour art where you, you thin the acrylic paint and then you can mix it. And there's different ways to, to do it, to manipulate the paint. And then you just literally pour it on and then you can tilt the, the canvas around and it does all kinds of neat things. Oh, okay. you never know exactly what you're gonna get because it takes because it's so thinned out it's thinned out with with water and with the flow troll and some people actually put a few drops of silicon uh liquid silicon in it that that creates what they call cells like little circles so you 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 can plan all you want but it'll probably turn out something different and usually turns out pretty cool so you have to let it dry, and then that's when you put on this this uh, this resin, and uh, it, it is a tricky process to, to, to do that uh, because you know you get dust in it, and you have to kind of flick it off and, and you know before it dries. Because once it dries, it's done. Anything underneath that, anything in that uh, that that resin is there. For forever.
0: So are you putting the, are you saying that you put the resin on before the paint no. is dry? No, no, no you no. wait
2: to- no, you wait, the, the canvas is totally dry. Oh, okay, um, okay. I, that's usually, how, now I'm no expert in this, I don't do a lot of pieces like that, but uh, folks that do, they may, I don't know. Uh, I'm not, I've not heard of that, but you never know. I mean, as I say, people experiment with stuff, and that's the that's the adventure and the
0: fun of it well you know to get serious for a moment and I rarely do that with Ty uh, Ty Ty is, is a special kind of an artist because not only does he do great work in a variety of different kinds of work from from uh, acrylics to to oils and to watercolors and all but Ty is also connected to the community and uh, very often will donate a piece of art for a nonprofit. Uh, he is, is currently going to be working with the Frisco Theater, uh, Theater Frisco, I should say, uh, in presenting a piece of art to help raise funds. And it's something that, that I think few artists really do. Every once in a while, somebody will donate a piece for, for an auction and all. But I know that you like to reach out to the community and to wow. veterans' causes and all to not only show your art, but to uh, to offer a piece of art for for an auction or so. And and I thank you very much for that.
2: Yeah, it's just it's one of the things I really, I, and again in all seriousness, which is kind of hard to do. To I, I know, in front of you guys, yeah,
0: we yeah, we have a time limit on it too. Oh, okay. Yeah
2: yeah, I don't want to get all sappy here. Um, But yeah, I I really do enjoy doing the the donations and being a part of a group and helping in some way. Uh, I was recently invited and joined the DFW uh, Veterans uh, Chamber of Commerce. And I've attended a couple of uh, meetings uh, virtually uh, for that. And although I didn't serve in the military, my father did. Uh, he was a career Marine. And uh, he, uh, he was with the first Marine Division that landed on Guadalcanal in World War II. He was also in Korea, and he was also in Vietnam. He was also stationed wow. at the Pentagon, uh, which I was born at Bethesda Naval Hospital uh, when he was stationed there. So anyway, very dear to me. And anytime I can donate something to any first responders, military, whatever, I will do it. Um, there's one particular charity that has, uh, it's the Warren Center, they're based out of Richardson and they help uh, families with kids that are, uh, maybe have some sort of learning disability uh, and and have a hard time paying for services. Well, they have a center there. And every year up until the dreaded pandemic hit us, they would have a, 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 an event, a gala event uh where they would have uh, works auctioned off and uh you know i've been extremely fortunate to be a part of that and and i've given away or donated uh five or six pieces for that so you know if it if it raises some money and the art itself gives someone some pleasure um I'm, I'm all in so. yeah
0: that's pretty cool. and and there there is there is a term for for what what Ty and Mark are, and they're called patriots. Uh, and and it's interesting because it's it's a word that really is only uh, caught on over maybe the last decade that you either were a veteran or you did not serve in the military. But, you know, e- even if you supported veterans and veteran causes and everything, there was really never a handle that was put on people that that did that. And you mentioned the DFW Veterans Chamber of Commerce. I would say, because I'm a member of it also, and I am a veteran, but I would say probably 50% of the members of the, of the chamber are not veterans. They're patriots. They support veteran causes. They're involved with veterans uh, in a variety of ways. And we're starting to find that there are an awful lot of patriots in this company that support veteran causes that uh, are involved with veteran issues and all, and I applaud all of them and to be able to be in a position where you can give forward to veterans in order to help their causes and everything that that's a uh, kudos to you for doing Yeah, that. No kidding. You know,
1: the thing is uh, I just had this conversation with a friend about a week or so ago and, and two colleagues that were next to us and, I was introduced as, um, well, my friend was introduced as a veteran, served military, and then I'm just a civilian. Well, I kind of don't like that word because I'm not, a, I am a civilian, but I'm more of a patriot. And so I'm we a were, civilian I, too now. Well, we were thinking about this. Yeah. If you Think about what's a patriot, right? And this, this guy said, well, you guys are serving. And I go, well, I didn't serve military. He goes, no, that's not what I mean. You guys are serving. I'm not serving to anything. So I'm not a Patriot. I, I said, but you are, you you, do you like the red, white and blue? You like the United States? Do you like military? Do you like living? You know, I mean, I gave the basic principles. Right. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, well, then you're a Patriot. And he goes, yeah, but is there a definition for Patriot and not old days? I'm talking about modern days, modern times. Right. right. So when I think about it, this is what he's telling me. He said, uh, I think that well, a veteran, you know what a veteran is and you know, somebody that served. Right. But when you're here at home, What's a patriot? What defines a patriot? Because if I said to you I'm a civilian, well, then that's the definition. We've we've been saying this all along. There's a veteran, there's a civilian. But I say you you came to me and said you're a patriot. And he goes, Why do you why do you call yourself a patriot? I said, Well, because I think the definition over the last probably 10 years, people use the name philanthropist. But philanthropist in its definition is a totally different term. Right. It's usually somebody that has money that is donating and giving to multiple causes, to multiple variants throughout their history of their career and their life or whatever the the case may be. But a Patriot to me is somebody that's serving. So Stuart, you're a Patriot. Yes, you're a veteran, but you're still serving. You're just not serving military. So veteran for you is you've already done that. You served and you came home. Now you're at home. Well, now you're a Patriot, but you're still a veteran. So Folly and I, we're just we're looking at this thing going, I just give. It's not because I put a label or a name on it. It's, I don't need that. I don't need an award. I don't need to be recognized. I just do what I do from my heart. I, I even had this detailed conversation with a friend last night. As much as the issues that you have with nonprofits over the years doing certain things, at the end of the day, I can't quit. Mm-hmm. I can't stop. So I'm going to continue doing it because it's my nature. It's what's it's what's bred into me. However, it got there, it's there, and it can't go away. I yeah. don't know if I feels the same way, but
2: oh, I do. I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, as I say, with my father in the military, a career marine, it it was a very it was a military household. Now you know my parents had me when they were in their 40s, so that's kind of a strange dichotomy there as far as timing, but uh it was interesting the vietnam war was going and uh my father did not want me to serve and that struck me as so strange at the time it wasn't until i got older that i understood and understanding what he went through because he was in hot wars three in a row and my father suffered from ptsd before it was even recognized
0: you know, with that, and, an and, yeah.
2: and frankly i mean I, I don't mind saying this because it is an issue my father did commit suicide and uh you know that stuck with me so you know i'm so thankful for the term patriot because just like you mark you know i felt that way but it wasn't anything i you know i was recognized or not recognizing the right word but i didn't know the label you know i want to help i want to you know, but I'm too old and broken <laughs> to serve, it, you know, actively in the military. But I want to help. I want right. to be a part of it in some manner. And right. the only way I can join that uh, is through, you know, volunteering or donating or whatever. You know, I can. So
1: anyway. Well, the fun, the the I say I was going to say funny, but it's not really funny. My issue this last year, Ty, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but 90 percent if not higher most of my colleagues and friends are all veterans or have served or still serving in military so i really rarely have the normal civilian friends that never have served it's very few friends so i am raised up as an army brat um but i was the latter part of it my brother and sister got to experience the first part I was the accident 17 years later my dad had already already yeah. service was already over with from world war ii to the first few years and in, in, uh, as a veteran of bfw as a veterans of foreign wars you know he, he he served that was it and he came home to work and so then i was bored and i was having this conversation with a veteran friend of mine and it always gets to the point of they'll ask did you guys serve and it's because I guess I've been around so many veteran friends and colleagues, people probably for the most part, I don't feel it, but they, they think that I'm, I am and I served, And I get this everywhere. Even when we go to retail stores, it's the, it's the demeanor, I guess, the look, whatever. But my wife and I will be standing anywhere. It doesn't matter where we go. He goes, um, well, I'll give you a military discount. I'll be like, I didn't serve. She goes, Oh, you didn't.
2: You know, it's funny. Had that exact same thing happened to me.
1: It's because of, it's not because it's how we're acting. I don't feel like I'm doing it any different, but I'm having this conversation. This only happened this last year. It hasn't happened the years prior that I get introduced to with a friend and it's always, yes, I served and um, he's civilian. Well, it's
0: like you're, you're, you're recognized as a veteran because you're, you're traveling or or hanging out with a veteran. So it's, it's like an assumption, but you know, when, when I, when I go to places, I very often wear my, my Vietnam veteran cap. And I'm, I'm proud to say that a lot of, very, very often somebody will, will walk over to me and say, thank you for your service. And I will, I will thank them. And I say, are you a veteran? And they'll say, no, no, I'm not. I said, oh, well, then thank you for being a patriot. And yeah. and I want them to know that there is a term for somebody who recognizes me as having served.
1: Yeah. You know what's interesting? When I grew up as a young kid, and I want to say probably ages from, I guess, first, second grade, we'll say second grade to probably 10th, 11th grade. In, in my district in my school, it wasn't that it was a frowned upon, but if you were wearing red, white, and blue, there must be something wrong with you or something must be something special. So you, you really didn't proudly wear the red, white, and blue. I didn't start really not caring and worrying about it until I probably got into my late twenties, early thirties when it's like, I just don't care. I loud and proud. That's my yeah. favorite loud and proud. Wear the colors. Be, yeah, be the well, color. you, know, so, you see have... all my hats and you see everywhere I go, yeah. it's red, white, and blue.
0: After after Vietnam, there were there were a lot of people that thought that if you wore red, white, and blue, you were a nonconformist. That you know, yeah. you uh, and, all. and I'm glad that we've we've outgrown that, and 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 recognized that if you put on a uniform and served, you are you are a veteran, and uh, if you if you recognize those that have done that, you're a patriot. Now, if you don't give a crap about anybody that ever put on the uniform. Then, then you're in a different category. So what you do right say, you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take, right I mean,
0: sure. take it, that elsewhere. Be,
2: that, yeah, that would be they can go to hell. So
1: anyway, there's a window yeah. right there. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: right. Yes, yes. But, hold on. Yeah, there, there, oh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's, a, there's, a, there's a shortcut to downstairs. There you go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's funny. I, y'all remember? I think it was on the Johnny Carson show that. Abby, I think it was Abby Hoffman came on with a with a a flag shirt and it wasn't to be patriotic. It was to be a nonconformist or, you know. Right. uh, And that did change. But I remember that when people would wear the American flag or red, white and blue, it was more of a derogatory statement on their part. And it finally morphed into, well, this is now a patriotic statement you because i remember that that was a big deal when 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 i think it was johnny carson when he came on with that shirt and that would be oh well he's a flag waver (laughs) you know back then it wasn't looked at that way right right funny how things have changed but yeah i really do. i really like that term patriot when i joined that that organization i thought that was very cool you know because you know, I have a little for me, I just have, a, I have, you know, some guilt to have not served. So that's the reason I was always looking to give back. And for me personally, you know, because of my father's situation, my art talent, if you want to call it that actually came from my father. But he suppressed it because at that day and age, and being a Marine, that wasn't something that you showed off with. Right. And it wasn't until after he retired uh, that he got back into it. And he did watercolors and that sort of thing. But he did it earlier in life too. And I yeah. didn't even know about it until after he retired. So you know, so the whole art military thing for me personally ties in. so it's a great scenario for me
1: interesting.
0: well, and it, it it it's interesting to see that very often on some applications, uh, it no longer says, uh, veteran or non-veteran. It'll say veteran or patriot.
1: Yeah.
0: And those, those, those are the two choices. Well,
1: yeah, I wish that we would, uh, I, I love where this is going and I'm hoping that patriotism becomes stronger and more bold and more loud and proud over the years, you know, and not to get political, but there's, there was a conversation that I had months ago and it, it would have been really awesome to see this happen in our lifetime would be is let's get rid of the Republicans and Democrat name and let's just create patriotism. You know, let's all yeah. work for each other. Let's all work for a common ground and a common goal. Cause right now everybody's fighting each other and that's not what we're here for. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's,
2: it's a, it's an environment of either you're with me or against me, depending on,
1: but why can't we just, why can't we just live this life and enjoy it?
2: Well, I, right. I, I can tell you guys, and I think, Y'all know me well enough that I can. I have views that'll that would piss off Democrats and Republicans, so it could be on the same topic. So I love it, you know. But the thing is, just being able to have a conversation, and that's what we're missing. That's what drives me crazy. You cannot have
1: a debate without getting killed. Yeah, you can't. You can't. I mean, killed in in social media, killed in general, killed everywhere because you cannot have that conversation if you're too bold. And you do not, you're not valued as to have an opinion. Yeah, it's, it's my really, way
2: or the highway. Yeah. Anyway, right. that's just one of my little pet peeves, you know. So I just <laughs> argue with Doug and and Stuart, you know.
1: What else you got?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, hey guys,
0: just this was it was great having this conversation, and I may have I may have to dump out some of my my guests. From time to time, just so that I could do something off the cuff like this, because this was really very, very enjoyable. And Ty, thank you. You're the winner of the big prize, and it'll be parked out out front of your house uh, probably by tomorrow afternoon.
2: Oh, yeah. I I imagine it's going to be a really big, big prize.
0: Right, right. As soon as I can get some guy to rip one off, uh, he'll park it in your garage.
2: Uh, Okay. All right. I can't wait. The anticipation is just overwhelming.
1: So I'll tell you what, Ty. Uh, this this is, I'll give you a prize. You ready? Okay. No, no, no. It's a serious prize. Okay. Right. I'm flying in next Friday. I'll be there Friday and Saturday. I'm leaving on Sunday. I'm going to be
2: out of town. Damn <laughs> you.
1: Because I was going to offer you a free drink, cigar. I mean, come on. Hey,
2: I'm meeting some some old college friends, fraternity brothers, down at a house in Lake Travis. So okay. you know. Well-
0: Hey, maybe, maybe I'll show up and I'll have it for him.
2: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hey, hey by I the pick way, you up on it.
1: Tim, for watching.
2: I think uh, you need to just change your travel plans, Mark, you know?
1: Right. <laughs> uh, would it help you to stay in town if I told you there's a poker tournament? Oh, boy. No. Well, there'll be
2: plenty of poker where I'm going, too. So. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Wrong well, kind of poker. Hey. <laughs> Guys, both of you, thank Mark, thank you
0: very much for, for jumping in. And, Ty, thanks for, for joining us this morning. Uh, it was a great edition of uh, Someone You Should Know. Um, I always say go out and be yourself because everyone else is taken, and that'll do it as a wrap for this show. And join us again next week for another edition of Someone You Should Know. Go out and make it a good one.
2: Take, Take care, you guys.
1: You. Thanks, Stuart. thank you